Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 44, titled, Penguin's Disastrous End. And we will be discussing it a day later than I initially planned, because I was sick yesterday and I really couldn't record anything. (laughs) I was not up to it. Uh, not ideal, I know, but I'm feeling better now. I can, uh, I can manage now. Uh, how I'm going to do this, by the way, how I'm going to handle this one-day delay. Uh, I'm going to do this episode today, as I would have done yesterday. And then on Monday, I'm going to do both halves of the next arc in one go. So that way, I'll just be caught up, we'll be back on schedule, and it'll be like that day of sickness... Never happened, except that it did, and it was very, very, very unpleasant. (laughs) But yeah, so expect a double episode on Monday. Till then, we're just going to do this episode as if nothing happened. On with the show. This episode picks up, of course, right where the last one left off. Uh, The Penguin's trickery has resulted in Batman and Robin... Placed in a scrapyard crusher that has just been turned on. They're going to be flattened. They're going to be boxed into a cube. They're going to die. Oh no, what's going to happen? The worst is yet to come. So, (laughs) God, I love this arc. This episode begins with our grand escape. Which we don't technically see. But we just see Batman and Robin just... Pounding their way through the cube that was just crushed. That was just created via the Crusher. And Batman and Robin just stick their heads out. And are like, hey, we're alive. And the dude who was operating the Crusher is like, oh god, Batman and Robin, how'd you get in there? And Batman and Robin explain, Penguin tricked you into putting us in your... In your scrap metal truck. And then we got into the crusher. And he's like, how'd you survive? Oh, well, we had the air pumps we used to uh, inflate the Batmobile tires. So uh, we kind of offset the pressure of the crusher with air pressure. And uh, we got our own little space in there. It was pretty comfortable. It was nice. It It was nice. I'd recommend it. 10 out of 10 would almost get crushed again. And the dude's like... Well, Batman, it's a good thing you're a fast thinker. Otherwise, I would have just murdered you. This dude's unreasonably calm. 
about the whole thing. <laughs> like, he's just kind of nonchalant of, oh, yeah, I just flipped the switch that almost murdered you, but you're okay now. I imagine the dude's just crying inside, like, I almost killed Batman and Robin. <laughs> uh, but anyway... Batman and Robin decide, uh, it's time to stop screwing around. That was the last straw. Uh, we're at the end of the three parts, so it's time to stop being in Penguin's movie and just capture Penguin. Uh, we cut to Marsha's lair. And this is kind of where Penguin's plan starts to be laid out. Uh, the chainmail armor is just locked away in a safe. Because he doesn't need it anymore. Uh, Marsha comes back with the old toads. And Penguin kind of lays out his plan like he's going to hit the sub-treasury building and steal the shit ton of money worth in gold. And he's going to use a love potion, Marsha's love potion to do it. Uh, Marsha's going to do her dance of the seven veils. Uh, it's going to be a whole thing. So now we know for sure sub-treasury building. And uh, also at the same time at the commissioner's office... Oh, crap. This is what happens. Full disclosure, I watched this episode yesterday as I was sick. And now I'm talking about it a day later. So there may be stuff I forget and have to go back for. Uh, the ant lost her lizards. Which are not as essential as the old toads for her potion. But still a pretty big piece. And that's why Marsha's going to do her dance of the Seven Veils to kind of help things along. Incapacitate the guards and whatnot. But, uh... Then, cut to Commissioner's office. Apparently, uh... Apparently the documents Penguin stole from the Hexagon were, like, old plans from World War II that weren't even cataloged because people at the Hexagon are dumb. I guess... They're really, really stupid. So they're thinking, huh, what could Penguin be doing? That's that's weird. That's really, really weird. What would he want with old World War II plans? Also, there's a bunch of lizards walking around an area of the city. That's also weird. And the Batman and Robin are like, oh, crap, Marsha's Aunt Hilda. That's obviously her lizards. There are no other explanations. So they run to where the lizards are. Uh, for the sake of discussion, I'm going to jump around a bit. Batman and Robin go over to where the lizards originated, uh, which is a manhole cover. They all popped out of a manhole cover. So they're going down the manhole, and they end up in Marsha's lair. Where one of Penguin's goons is trying to crack the chainmail armor safe. Because he really wants the chainmail armor. And so they immediately... Incapacitate this goon. They put the bat cuffs on him. And Batman cracks the safe immediately. Where the other dude was like, It's impossible! So Batman cracks that safe immediately. The chainmail armor is recovered. And... They interrogate the goon, but the goon's not talking. Except to say that Penguin says that 
when he's done, everyone in Gotham's gonna be in the soup. And Batman's like, Well, you just told me where he is. He's definitely at the sub-treasury building, because I don't even remember why. I, I don't even remember why he connected soup to the sub-treasury building. Again, I watched this yesterday. Uh, he kind of went through different types of soup, and then... One of the types of soup also was the name of the gold bars in the sub-treasury building. I guess. It, it was dumb. I don't remember the exact specifics of it. I don't remember the exact terminology. But I just remember it being the dumbest thing on the planet. Uh, and then we get to the sub-treasury building itself. This is where the bulk of the episode will be spent. And Marsha's doing her dance and... Blowing love potion in the guards' faces. And meanwhile, while she's doing that, uh, Penguin is loading a bunch of stuff in the safe. In the vault. With the gold. Weird. So we don't quite know what he's doing. And then after a while, Batman and Robin show up. And they're like, Penguin, stop! And Penguin's like, Go in the vault! Everyone go in the vault! Trap yourselves in the vault! So Penguin, Marsha, Aunt Hilda, and all the goons just step into the vault. And Batman and Robin are like, Oh well, they won't be in there for long. There's only only air enough for like two hours. We got them. Then Chief O'Hara comes in and is like, Ha! We got him. Commissioner Gordon comes in and is like, Ha! We got him. And then it's like, Okay, we can only, we only need to wait two hours. Six hours later. Man, how? How are they, how have they not come out yet? I mean, it's entirely possible they're dead, but we're just not going to even entertain that idea. How have they not come out yet? And apparently, Penguin just put in some fresh air cans. And they're pumping fresh air into the... into the vault. As Penguin's goons build a thing. And we don't know what. Then... Another three days goes by. Three freaking days. What? <laughs> and apparently, like, they, they're they cooking dinner in there. Like, they, they got food in there with them. And they got water in there with them. And I think Robin almost asks how they're using the bathroom. And... Batman just shoots that down immediately and is like, I don't know. (laughs) But Penguin's goons are still working on the thing. It's a very long job. And then... Batman and Robin are like, okay, we need to go on the outside of the building because the plot demands it. Just as Penguin's goons finish their project, 
which is creating a solid gold tank. A solid gold tank. They just used the bars to create a solid gold tank. And I guess, I guess that's what the plans were for. Were for an old timey tank. (laughs) And this entire sequence with the tank is amazing. (laughs) So, Marsha and Penguin are driving this tank around. Chief O'Hara decides he wants to commit suicide and block the tank with his car. The car flattens. Like, completely flattens. And everyone goes and just lifts it and moves it with no problem. And Chief O'Hara somehow went into a hole in the ground, so he's fine. And then they get in the Batmobile and go after the tank. And apparently Aunt Hilda really, really loves loud noises. So she's just firing off the cannons. And every time she fires off the cannons, it costs like $50,000 of the $20 they now have. And so they basically just chase the thing. Uh, At one point the Batzooka comes out and they shoot the Batzooka at the tank and that stops it. And so, they capture Penguin and Marsha. The day has been saved again. Yay! I abbreviated that whole sub-treasury building sequence by a lot. Just so you know. (laughs) That was like half the episode. And I contained that into like several minutes. So, you're welcome. (laughs) You are very, very welcome. So... Pegman and Marsha are captured. We get the final scene where uh, Bruce, Dick, and Aunt Harriet are all sitting around watching the movie that Penguin and Batman created. Because Batman donated it for some reason. Whatever. (laughs) I'm not even going to question that logic at this point. But anyway, they're they're watching the movie. Uh, at one point, they casually mention, oh, Aunt Hilda went back to her cooking class that we dumped her at last time. Because that totally worked before. Idiots! <laughs> Put her literally anywhere else. Clearly, that did not work the first time. <laughs> and Aunt Harriet's like, Oh, which means Batman's a good actor. And they're specifically watching the kissing scene between Batman and Marsha. And she's like, oh, which translates to, he's so romantic. And then Bruce is just looking all embarrassed. And then that's it. That's the end of the episode. God, this was such a good arc. <laughs> I love this thing. Like, it was slow for sure, but it had the greatest payoff of all time. (laughs) 
A solid gold tank. They spent three days in the vault making a solid gold tank. <laughs> Good God. Man, I, I've been saying this a lot recently. Ugh, I'm yawning. Why am I doing that? That's weird. I've been saying this a lot recently, but we're on a hot streak. I would love for that to continue. I would love for that to continue at least through to the end of the season. Uh, but anyway, if you like this, favor the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday, usually as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. You can also find this on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468. Maybe that way you would have actually known I was sick yesterday and not waited by your phone expecting a TV archive to come up. And support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Uh, On Monday, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 45, and Episode 46. In order to catch up, talk to you then.